All right, welcome back to another episode of Day Drinking with Dougie, Shots Edition. These are bonus episodes designed to teach something and be shared. So I am your host, Dougie, and with me today is my second-born son. You want to intru- introduce yourself? Amari the Goat 652. <laughs> what is that? My gamer tag. Oh, okay, so it's your gamer tag. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you have any idea what we're talking about today? No, not really. No. Okay, so what hairstyle do you have? Uh, dreads. Yeah, dreadlocks. Yeah. That's what we're talking about today. We're telling the partial history of dreadlocks or locks. Some people call them locks because there's some um, there's some people out there that think that uh, the the word dread has bad origins. So we can call them dreads, we can call them dreadlocks, we can call them locks. It doesn't really matter. But here's a partial history of it. And we could jump into it now if you want. Okay. All right, let's do it. Okay, so the earliest written reference of locks is dated back to 1500 BC in the Vedic scriptures, which is a holy Hindu text. So you understand how far back 1500 BC is. Oh, we're learning about like ancient China and like BCE and stuff. Yeah. So, um, so that's what you guys are learning about in school right now, that sort of time period. Yeah, but we just started it like, uh, like yesterday, I think. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. So this should be pretty, pretty fresh for you then. Uh huh. Or either fresh for you, or this is going to be something that you're going to, kind of stumble into as, your course continues. Was it what class it is? Is it in history? I'm assuming. Yeah. Nice. Okay. All right. In this text, Lord Shiva's hair is referred to as jata. This is Sanskrit. This is a Sanskrit word meaning twisted locks of hair. So Sanskrit, the language of Sanskrit is a very, very old language that they're just now starting to kind of understand what it is and where it came from. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So it directly translates to twisted locks of hair. Lord Shiva is like, is a God in Hindu text. Okay. Okay. In a lot of visual depictions of Shiva, he's depicted with locks flowing past his shoulders or tied above his head. This act of tying your locks above your head is called Jata Makuda in Sanskrit, which translates to crown of matted hair. Pretty crazy, huh? Yeah. Did he actually have a crown on, though? No, crown just meaning that it was on top of your head. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so in... um, Yeah, so so that's when you think of like a, a... a king's crown it the crown isn't the thing it's itself per se it's just meaning that this is the crown it's the top it's the it's above all else okay 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 all right so let's see the earliest evidence of locks is found in mummified remains in ancient egypt as well as pre-columbian incan civilization in peru now this kind of echoes back to do you remember going to the museum what was it the museum of world treasures here in wichita do you remember going there at all the one where it had all the dinosaur bones yeah dinosaur bones and it had old rocks and had a bunch of old sports memorabilia and all that they had a lot of um like nazi memorabilia and stuff like that but at the end of the tour in the in the museum at the on the second floor all the way in the back do you remember seeing the mummy 
Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty creepy, right? Yeah. It had its own little room and it was sitting in, um, like a, it was like a glass case or whatever. But do you remember the hairstyle that the mummy had? No. The mummy had locks. Really? Yeah. Pretty crazy, huh? Yeah. Pretty interesting. This hairstyle dates back a long time, man. In some cultures, mostly in South Asia and in the Middle East, allowing your uncombed hair to form into locks was a symbol of the rejection of materialism and or vanity. Essentially meaning that if you were willing to not comb your hair, you were just kind of pushing back on the system, right? You were basically, you were given a physical representation of the fact that you're not going to take anything from the local government or any higher ups or anything like that. It also, say it again. Superiors. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, exactly. It's a good word, superiors. You weren't really, you weren't going to conform to whatever the superiors were, were trying to tell you what to do or anything like that, as well as it was a rejection of vanity. Vanity is when humans especially will do things to try to make themselves seem like they're better than everybody else. When so, like, you know, you, sometimes you see women that get their hair and makeup done and they think they're just everything. Yeah. That's vanity. I was, I was uh, girls that are in like my classes and stuff uh, that always think they're like the boss and stuff. Yeah. Well, I got news for you. What? That never changes. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be how it is till the end of time. But in other cultures, locked hair is symbolic of a spiritual connection to a higher power. For instance, the Ghana people, as well as in Mexico, specifically the Aztecs, the priests wore their hair in locks. So in some areas, it was kind of a rejection of societal norms. In other places, it was to say that you were um, a higher spiritual being, like a, a priest, like, okay. a, like a priest in a church or something like that. You know what I mean? Okay. Many parts of Africa associated locks with strength and was only worn by warriors. No. Like soldiers? Yeah, like the, the people that would would fight. Okay. Now, I, I thought that you would especially like this little tidbit of information because um, you're mixed, obviously. You're half white, you're half black. So um, half of your culture comes from Africa. It's, it's based out of Africa. So in within that is a very popular hairstyle like locks and it being worn by the strongest people around. The warriors, right? I'm a warrior. Yeah. <laughs> well, and think about how cool that is too, because not you can't you can't just be a warrior and you can't call yourself a warrior and just be a warrior. Yeah. You have to be you have to prove yourself as a warrior. Now that doesn't mean that you're just strong. It doesn't mean that you're just agile. It doesn't mean that you're just anything. You have to be a grouping of things. You have to be the strongest. You have to be the most agile. You have to be the smartest because you have to know tactical warfare. If you're going to be a warrior, you got to make sure that the people that you're protecting stay protected, right? Yeah. So I thought that was a pretty cool bit of information there. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Pretty cool? Yeah. Yeah. In Nigeria... Oh, sorry. Let me go back. <laughs> In Nigeria, children born with matted hair are viewed as spiritual beings, just like how it was with, you know, in Mexico and stuff like that, the, the priests, and are celebrated as bringers of wealth, and only their mothers are allowed to touch their hair. So this is in um, 
yeah, Ni- Nigerian culture, babies born with um, with matted hair, and they, they they say matted hair in in place of locks sometimes. Um, me personally, I think there's a better term that you could use than matted hair. Maybe just call them locks. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, they they thought that they were bringers of wealth. So if at any moment you want to start bringing me some wealth, have at it, buddy. I mean. <laughs> I'll probably just buy a PC. Probably just buy a PC. Yeah. You're not gonna buy me nothing. No. All right. I'll fair probably enough. buy you some chocolate. Some chocolate. I'll take it. Yeah. I'm not gonna turn down free chocolate. <laughs> Although locks have been worn by people in Africa, Asia, and the Americas since ancient times, their popularization didn't take place until the 1970s here in America, which is relatively new. I mean, they were around before then, but I think they were more so frowned upon before the 1970s and the 1970s is when people really started it really started taking hold here in america which is only 50 years ago 52 yeah well if you go right to 1970 yeah sure so this is it's not in the grand scheme of things it's not that long ago it's pretty crazy huh yeah so you might be on like the forefront of this uh this movement here Hey, I'm Shari. And I'm Shayna. And we are two curvy models. With a knack for life and family. So come join us on this beautiful journey. Where the chaos never stops. It's going to be so exciting. Shari Shari and Shayna on all platforms. platforms. Now that's S-H-A-R-I. And S-H-A-N-E-A on On all all platforms. This was due in large part to Bob Marley following his conversion to Rastafarianism. Now, you know Bob Marley. Mommy's got a shirt with Bob Marley on it. We listen to Bob Marley every once in a while. It's got like the Jamaican music because he was Jamaican. No. If I played it for you, you'd you'd remember it. It's okay, though. As far as Rastafarianism goes, it's said that guardsmen at the Pinnacle Commune wore locks to portray strength and instill fear. Now, they were doing this to try to kind of protect themselves from outside forces. So nobody really came in and messed with them. And I think that act kind of echoed back to the, the, original, the original intention with warriors wearing locks and stuff like that. I think the Jamaicans and, you know, the Rastafarianism and stuff like that did that to kind of show themselves as bigger and broader and more warrior-like to protect them and theirs from outside forces people trying to mess with them when you know in the genesis of like kind of this new movement of what rastafarianism is that makes sense uh half and half half and half yeah you, you do you have questions or are you just mm-hmm. going to marinate on this later yes yes to both <laughs> all right The first name proposed for dreadlocks was Fearlocks. This was quickly stricken down because it's cheesy. Right? Yeah. It's a little bit of a cheesy name, Fearlocks. It's a little too on the nose, right? Like I get that you're trying to instill fear in somebody so that they don't mess with you, but don't call your your hairstyle Fearlocks. And they knew that pretty instantly. They they knew that that wasn't going to work for them, you know? Yeah. Um... Oh, okay. So when they changed it from fear locks to dreadlocks, it was to be related to both a dread or fear of God to scare off potential threats. Like what I was saying a little bit ago, right? 
but it wasn't so much of, um, I guess what they were trying to go for wasn't, uh, fear me, but fear the ability that I have to, you know, with God on my side type of thing. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, wrapping this up now, like I said, this is a partial history. This isn't, this isn't the full history from day one to present because a lot of that information has been lost over time and it's been not only lost over time, but it's kind of been hidden over time. Right. Okay. So lastly, some believe that nodding or locking your hair keeps power within the body and prevents it from escaping through the head. So kind of this thing to, you know, it's, you know how they say when you're out in the cold, 80% of the heat escapes from your head or whatever the percentage is. Have you ever heard that or no? No. Okay. Well, I'm not doing my job then. Um, <laughs> so they say a lot of your your body heat escapes through your head. That's why we wear hats when we get cold to keep that, that heat in, right? Yeah. yeah. So, it, you know, you can wear gloves, but more importantly, wearing a hat because most of that heat's going up through your head, you know. This idea dates back to the biblical story of Samson, who lost his power when Delilah cut his seven locks. So this goes back so far. It's even it even has biblical stories. So yeah, that's a that's a brief history of dreadlocks or locks or dreads or fear locks or fear locks, whatever you want to call them. Um, anything that you want to talk about? Anything that you want to plug? Uh, so. If you want to add me on Fortnite or Xbox, it's uh, Amari the Goat 652. Amari the Goat 652. Is there an underscore in between goat and 652? No, no spaces. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for joining me today. I hope everybody's learned something. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Thank everybody for listening. If you found this to be interesting in the least, share this shot with somebody. Click the link tree down in the show notes and um, follow me on everything that you want to. Until next time, thank you guys. Yeah, and if you uh, if you like like listen to it like uh, then you'll have good luck for like the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye.